Hello and welcome back to the Schooner Pod Classic Rewind. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. With me today, we got Jameson Maxwell. Jameson, how's it going? It's pretty good. Living one of our favorite memories um, from the 2010s of Oklahoma. Yes. Uh, a lot of people have their favorite game from 2013. Either it's the Notre Dame game uh, in South Bend or the Sugar Bowl against Alabama. But I got to tell you. Ours easily is Bedlam 2013, a game often overlooked, um, and honestly, one of the weirdest, craziest games I've ever seen in my life. You and I both uh, were at that one. This was our last OU game before we uh, started school there, so a little sentiment there, but in general, kind of going in fresh, what do you remember most about this? Well, of course... I remember how cold it was and how horrible the weather was, but we are graciously gifted um, the Howard Suite tickets, so we were out of that. Um, And I feel like most people who talk about this game talk about, oh, yeah, I went to it and I sat in the cold forever and it was miserable. I mean, yeah, but that team was really miserable too. It was a weird OU team. Uh, Definitely one of the last of its kind um, th- this season was weird. That It was a transition between the Landry Jones era and, I mean, halfway of a transition between the Jones era and the uh, Baker Mayfield era because you had the other year of Trevor Knight. But a lot of weird stuff happened this year. Um, and we'll, we'll kind of set the scene here. So this is the last game of the season. OU has been eliminated from Big 12 conversation uh, after losses to a Case McCoy Texas team and Baylor... Uh- uh, wrecking us on a Thursday night. Uh, Oklahoma State, however, is coming off of a huge win in Stillwater against Baylor. Uh, we were at College Game Day for that one for some reason. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Taylor Keys. Uh, just gotta say that. <laughs> if if um, you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. Um, so, from a Big 12 standpoint, OSU, all they have to do is beat this weird, mediocre OU team and they go to a Big 12 championship. Uh, or no, they just win the Big 12, and then they uh, go to the Fiesta Bowl. So, huge game for Oklahoma State. The only thing OU can do, play spoiler, maybe get into a BCS game. But then again, it's Bedlam, and uh, Oklahoma State is Oklahoma State. So, let's, uh, let's dive into this game, see what happens. I mean, we do know what happens, but let's, let's, let's look back on one of my favorite OU games, one of the weirdest games I've ever seen. Uh, here's 2013 Bedlam. If you're listening to this on the podcast stream, uh, go to the link in our bio. It's a uh, no-huddle version of Bedlam 2013. We're going to be giving our commentary over it, so um, it'll get a little confusing if you don't have the video aid, or hey, maybe you just like hearing our uh, conversation. So either way, uh, our preferred method is watching the YouTube video with our commentary overlaid. Um, But if you can't get to that at the time, hey, stick around, so... Without further ado, here's 2013 Bedlam. Yeah, and the first thing it showed there, here we go, we're talking about 2012 Bedlam and how big of a illusion would this be to future Bedlam's 51-48 overtime game. And that was an absolute pleasure to be at as well. Yeah, uh, 2012, another just great game. Really had to pull that one out of our ass. Great game from Brennan Clay. This game started out sunny. I kind of forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but that was really kind of a trick. It was still, you could see your breath in front of you. Oh, freezing. But the, the thing is, this is one of the... I don't remember an o, a Bedlam game 
feeling as unconfident in OU as I had for this. And this was the absolute worst. I, I vividly, re- I did not remember it until I saw, watched it again yesterday, but the 75-yard touchdown um, by, what was that dude's name? It was like Roland. Justin Roland, right? Justin Roland. Yeah. Desmond Roland. Yeah. yeah, Desmond Roland, last name pod. Uh, yeah, and 75 yards on the first play, and thank God they got a holding. OSU really was kicking themselves when this it came down to penalties. This is a better OSU team. Like, OSU is significantly the better football team in this game. I hate to admit it, but this team really had it rolling at the end. Clint Shelf, solid quarterback, not a Heisman contender, but, you know, pretty good. <laughs> I, I, to all Of all the years to say OSU had a better team than OU was the team where Clint Shelf was their quarterback. This wasn't the Brandon Whedon. This wasn't the Mason Rudolph team. This was... The Clint Shelf team. Really weird to say. But yeah, like like Bobby just said there, there's a kid sitting next to us that was talking. He, he was a little bit younger, and he was convincing he was like all these older people that Clint Shelf should win the Heisman. I mean, they were all – OSU was ready for a coronation here. Um, they, were going, they were going on with this kid. Uh, this was the Der- – not Derek Henry year. Who won, who won this year? Uh, wasn't Mark Ingram 2012? Ingram, uh, Ingram was 12. This was... So is this Mariota? This is... I, no. I think this is... No, this is Jameis. Oh, this is Jameis. Okay, I mixed those two up. Yeah, no, I, I keep forgetting Jameis played two years. For some reason, he, I always stick his two years together. Good field position to start the drive for OU here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we start we start in good field position a lot to start this game. Um, Trevor Knight has a lot of uh, read options and everything, and we really enjoyed the way he, he had like mobile legs. But watching these highlights, you see the dude did not want to hand the ball off. He kept the ball the majority of the time. It worked early in the game, but it came back to bite him after the team realized that he does not like giving it up. Yeah, and obviously Trevor Knight starting the game here. Um, while a lot of people remember this season for Trevor Knight's heroics in the Sugar Bowl, this was a weird half-and-half half with him and Blake Bell. Uh, Bell got a, I believe, concussion uh, a couple weeks before this. Knight came in, did really well against Kansas State, and uh, got the job for Bedlam. So uh, they, they're rolling with Trevor Knight here, which is, which is weird. So Yeah, we have we have this little special place in our heart here for Tre- for Trevor, but just just watching one game like right here, just see, there's another play right there that we see where he keeps the ball. He could have given it to the running back, and both were stopped, but he decided to go and take it right to the shoulder. Was that a good idea for a guy that has been hurt? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, he created a lot of headaches for me, and I was really frustrated. And part of that because uh, we were really spoiled with OU quarterbacks in the past. Yeah, and and it's. It's kind of weird looking at this, you know, in retrospect, because he kind of it's it's like he's playing as Kyler Murray, but the button in NCA fourteen is stuck, so he can only exactly. run. He, he can't throw the ball, and every play is a is a read option. And how about our punt game? We just missed a punt that went right to the one. Our special teams was absolutely killer in this game. Honeycutt didn't miss a field goal. Punting, we punted seven times. I mean like, that's like that's remarkable. great. This this OU team, while it was flawed on offense, it probably has the best defense we've had since. Uh, so, I can't think of a, a defense that was better than this one that we've had mm-hmm. since this game. And special teams is probably one of the best it's ever been. 
Oh, yeah. And J- Jalen Saunders just got the fair catch from that punt. Um, more to come on that. But, I mean, he was a special punt returner and the likes of Ryan Broyles. And I feel like him, Jalen Saunders, was very, very underappreciated in Sooner history. Sterling Shepard, he just caught a little out route right there for about 12 yards. Got a lot of the um, publicity this year just because he was a Oklahoma City Heritage Hall boy. And uh, this is his sophomore year where he really kind of break, broke out after having a lot of time his freshman year. But Jalen Saunders is really special and definitely should be in the conversation. And there's a Trevor Knight fumble. Yeah, <laughs> this is the year everyone realized Sterling Shepard was, was the real deal uh, recruit from that previous year, not Trey McGuire. Uh, oh, my goodness. It was a Dude, Trey McGuire was like a really highly rated recruit. Oh, he was a big deal. And then he couldn't stop, you know. I don't know. I mean, just look it up. Google it. I'm not telling it for you. But <laughs> another great punt. Way to go, guys. And see, look, that, that is the second straight punt we go on the one. Um, who is that right there? Um, oh, my God. What is that guy's name? Uh, the number seven. Uh, obviously, when you think of Normus, number seven as OU fans, you go straight to Jordan Thomas uh, if you're not thinking DeMarco Murray. Yeah, it's um, not. Thomas, I don't believe, was on the team at this point. No, it wasn't. It was another. It was like, uh, tra- no, Franks, maybe? Was it Franks? D- um, uh, who knows? It's, it's, been, a while. it's, been, a, it's been a while. <laughs> I got, yeah, I'm pulling up the, the stats here. Why did I not have those up? Um, weird little trivia here. There are four players who threw a pass for OU in this game. Only two threw touchdowns. Who are they? Uh, so Blake Bell threw one, and then the holder... So whatever his guy's name. Uh, My homie Greg Bothin. <laughs> so that, that that was that was legitimately unreal. And Bob Stoops is not a man to take uh, to take many risks. But we'll not get in his later, later days. Not in his later yeah. days for sure. Mm. Oh no, I'm saying 2013. You that was very surprising for Bob. That was a a jaw dropper. But OSU is taking it down the field from the one yard line here. Roland is really. Really getting us right here. I'm all bunch of um, jokes going through my head with the name Roland, but I'm not going to get there yet. We can get there in the third or fourth quarter. Um, but yeah, I mean Clint Shelf, Clint Shelf and Roland. It's just that is not a name that you're going to remember from this season. No, not at all. It's it, it's 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 a weird OSU team in in the same vein that they were very good despite not having a lot of a lot of flash on their. Uh, mm-hmm offense at all they didn't even really have a big time wide receiver which they usually do there's yep. the first osu touchdown just yeah they they were really killing us with that little pistol diamond formation um that they have right there we got three backs in the back a little fullback that leads the way and you just hand it up to Roland. Roland was man he had 144 yards and two touchdowns on this game and he just would run straight forward into our defense and even though this was a pretty good ou defense like it, it was getting pretty tough to top him yeah definitely that that pistol is, I, I wasn't a huge fan when OU would kind of well when OU would run it when we had P Ryan and Mixon, hard to mm-hmm. stop. Well, of course that's that's different. And I would like to say uh, yes, that was Trey Franks. Uh, I don't know how I remember that, but <laughs> I pulled that one out of my arse. Um, <laughs> get, but yeah, get, but I guess uh, this this OU defense going back to it. Um, I always got to kind of think about OU defenses where who was the guy in the secondary that really pissed me off the most. And this one, I, I was was this uh, um, Gabe Lynn? I guess kind of pissed me off a little bit in the secondary. I think he was twenty thirteen. You have Young um, Sanchez. Yes, Young Sanchez. Well, there you go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! 
and Jalen Saunders just gets thrown down. But I, I'm telling you, Jalen Saunders, this if you're if you take everything away from this game, all the big plays, Jalen Saunders is probably up there for MVP. Without a doubt, I mean, mm-hmm. he he has definitely the special teams play of the game, mm-hmm. uh, and you know several very reliable catches as well as a game winner, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, it like we're definitely having a category where we give out the MVP. So, spoilers, mm-hmm. little hints here. If you're for all of you, all of you at home watching this and taking bets, you know, little little hints yeah. right there. God, and at Trevor this Knight, point, we're uh, we're watching Trevor Knight. And I specifically remember me from this season, like I said earlier, I, I didn't have much of a patience with them. I hate to be the, the fan because there's always the fans where it's like, we need to bench this guy and bring him in, you know, like, like well, let's pump the brakes and just let him play a little, like, you know, the sports animal callers out there saying <laughs> Landry Jones got to get benched, like like those people. I did not want to be that people. But, but Trevor Knight was not Landry Jones. No. Um, he- and we were gifted this game by benched and playing three quarterbacks and it ended up working, but it was pretty bad overall. Oh, it, it was, it, this is a sloppy mess of a game It on all fronts. We had to pull out every single stop, get every single right bounce. I believe we get a good bounce mm-hmm. here. If I'm right. Oh yeah. Yes, yep. it is. Yep. Here it, it is. is. This is a great one. Jalen Saunders seven down seven, zero, 25 cool. seconds left in the game. What a burner. What a burner. And we needed this. Our offense had nothing going. We can't even talk about it in the overview right now as going over this game because there's nothing nothing to say. It's Trevor Knight, bad pass. Trevor Knight, run. Uh, give to Brennan Clay a bunch of times. He's going to get two <laughs> yards. Like, like, we needed some momentum. And this game was all about big momentum swings for OU. There was no, like, your ordinary OU, I control the drive, take it all the way down, get a touchdown until, like, the last possession, you know? This was pure... This game was on pure Sooner Magic, just pulling stuff out of our ass all the way through. Uh, I gotta ask, is Jay, has we ever had a punt returner better than Jalen Saunders since here? Ryan Broyles. Well, since then, okay. Since then. Um, Broyles uh, was better. I see... Here's the, here's the thing with the Stoops and the, the Riley era. I feel like they kind of, ever since then gravitated more to the safe guy in the back, the guy who has got really good hands. And um, we were not as really aggressive on the punt return. I've always thought, I thought C.D. Lamb was um, had some um, fire in him, but he's not the guy that's like, oh, he's going to take it back to the house, you know. He's going to shift a couple guys, maybe get it 20 yards upfield and not get past them, you know. Yeah, he, he was always... Um... He he was steady. He was he was never the guy who's just going to race past you, burn you all the way through. Just just solid, and I I agree with that. I, I think we've definitely gone safe. I mean, just think of the receivers we've had back there since. You know, D.D. Westbrook, I believe at a, at a time, Mixon, um, yeah, you know, uh, Sterling Shepard, all of those great receivers. You know, could definitely burn you, but you know, never really tried for it. I, I think it was all strategy. I, I think yeah, it's never. We and we didn't put Hollywood or a guy like that back there. Um, those guys don't come often. God. But I mean, even though Didi, oh, here we go. Here's good Dolan lord, what middle. was that? Um, but but I mean, like you know, like Didi had some speed, but and he was a great returner. Don't get me wrong, but it's still once again, I felt. Um, even though we might not have as many options that year, was still kind of a safer guy in the back where you'd see more fair catches than returns. Yeah, for sure. This this Roland guy, I do not remember him being this good. Uh, I, I don't even know if he was that good, 
thing. Like, like yes, I remember his name because they pounded the ball with him the whole way. Um, and oh, wait a to second. be honest, hold on, are we about to get a, f- a goal head stand here? Oh man, do you oh. remember? <laughs> Boom, we stopped him at the goal line. Oh my oh, god, wee. that's a staple of some like two thousands bedlams right there. Is goal line stands? I feel like we, I feel like every three or four years, there's always a really good one. And here we are on the two yard line. OU's offense with plenty of fire still left in the tank. Trevor Knight back to pass. Ugh. Oh, he barely let, gets Sterling Shepard on a six yard, but Sterling was wide open. Almost missed him there. Yeah, no, that's that's all in the pass there. This is just. Are we going to get a first down? Oh, and no. Trevor keeps it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God. The triple option only works in NCAA 14. It seems it does not work for them this year in real life. Let this video be a lesson to anyone who has ever complained about Lincoln Riley's play calling. It could be worse. You could have Josh Heupel and Jay Norvell calling your games. And you could have this. <laughs> Good yeah, God. we really, really was... We were in cahoots with them. And now they're two head coaches. So, I mean, it's just crazy how spoiled we are as OU fans, especially when it comes down to the offensive side right now. Um we have one little blib of non-perfection and everyone just goes at us, you know, like we expect so much. Yeah, for sure. Um, kind of thinking about Josh Heupel and where he would end up down the line. I forget that UCF ended up just kicking Baylor's ass in the Fiesta Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. UCF that, always shows up for bowl games, it seems like. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess this is just... <laughs> Oh man! So we got a field goal from OSU. Um, who was our kicker? Do we know? Do we know who the OSU kicker is nowadays? It was Ben Grogan. Oh well, I, I saw. I only know that because I saw his name uh, before you asked. Well, I do not know who Ben Grogan was, but Neither, I feel like o- I OSU decently had some good kickers in the past. They've never, they've never lost him a game. Mm-hmm. Well, Iowa State, right? Oh well, good point. <laughs> it's always the one you remember. <laughs> I mean, if we were an OSU fan, I feel like that would. Oh man, screw the OSU kickers. They got, they got bad bad rap, but um, this is the battle of Bing Grogan versus Michael Honeycutt. So anything is possible here. This, this is money cut pre disaster, you know. And the next year, maybe maybe I don't know. I'm just saying, but money cut really one of our best kickers uh, that we we had. I believe he said it was either him or the guy, but. Was Honeycutt right after Jimmy Stevens? I kind of think uh, it was. I, I don't know if it was right after because I feel like Jimmy – maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how long Jimmy stayed because there's something like weird with how many years Jimmy stayed or something I, like that. I remember at one point during the Jimmy era, we put on uh, some guy named Patty O'Hara who walked on oh. in the middle of the season. I think I do remember that. Yeah. It, the, the, the Stevens era was probably one of our worst years of kicking. Oh, and here's a Trevor Knight scramble, um, about third and 15-ish, and almost makes it about one yard, two yards short, and we're going for it here on fourth down on the 45. The OSU side of the ball, five minutes, 40 seconds left, down by three. This is a pretty oh, big God. play, and wow, what do you know? A great pitch from Trevor Knight to Jalen Saunders, absolutely rarity. We have been complaining so much of Trevor Knight keeping the ball. Um, he was, once he, he gives up seven. the ball, something happens. He was buttering him up for that pitch. That, that's what he was doing. He was trying to establish the fact that he was never going to pitch it. And then, surprise, halfway through the second quarter, he pitches it. We are making chunks. 
Brennan Clay with three yards and Trevor Knight's keeping it. Oh, we got, oh, <laughs> and he fumbles. He fumbled. We got the ball, though. It's okay. But it's okay. That ended up being about a centimeter more of yards. Trevor Knight had that in his back pocket. Another good old trick that he thought of. There we go. little third and one. Brennan Clay pushes it through, at least. That's good. Good run, Brennan. <laughs> we're getting chunks here, but it's hard to say that we're going to get this into the end zone just from sheer memory. I don't remember us really getting many touchdowns other than the big plays here, but Brennan Clay is actually – oh, wow. Oh, my pushing, God. Pushing, oh, my goodness. Close. See, this is, this is just so weird. That even though Brennan Clay was good, you know, like – this is a year where you didn't have a running back or a quarterback with, like, the guy. Like, when was the last time in OU, like, history almost, there wasn't, like, this was the guy at quarterback or we had one the guy at running back. Like, there was no dud year for both. I mean, we did not have a star, really offensive weapon at all. And I mean, going back to 2000, this is, like, this is the only year. Because at least in, the, in 2014, we had P. Ryan. Yes, who, we exactly. could, who we could reliably hand it off to. We we damn near beat, beat OSU with P. Ryan alone because we had Cody Thomas. Oh, my goodness. I, another memory right there. We're on the three-yard line sec- on second goal. Just get stuffed for de- losing a yard. Looks like Brennan Clay can't move the pile as much anymore. I don't really remember much about this offensive line. It was like Gabe Eichert and Bronson Irwin. Yeah, um, this, is, this is Gabe Eichert's last year. Oh, and there, there goes Trevor. He, he, he oh. took a knee. Wait, this is it? No, it's not it. Never mind. <laughs> this is not it. It's, that, that comes later in the game. It's this, it's this end of the end zone. So Trevor Knight uh, down with a, a knee or something? I don't know. He's gone. He's gone now. Uh, 38 seconds left in the second quarter. So no Trevor Knight. That's bad. Um, or this, is it? <laughs> or is it? Now this is this whole game. I don't know what was into me. I don't. I, I didn't pay attention. I, I mean, trust me, I was a big OU fan, but I didn't pay attention to it like I started to in college, to where I got into the nitty gritty of the depth chart and I could tell like how good everybody else was, one through four. I was really, really wanting Kendall Thompson. I just said I want something different. Blake Bell is all right, but. He's the belldozer. He's not a quarterback. Trevor Knight's been pissing me off to send in Kendall Thompson. You and when I both Trevor were Knight on. goes down, we were yelling. We were yelling hard for Kendall Thompson. Yeah, no, we, we wanted Kendall to be the guy. There was talk about Kendall Thompson on the Twitter and, you know, all, all in the message boards. So we wanted to see what happens to him. Um, and uh, here we go. The first oh, offensive oh, series of the second. And here's Kendall Thompson. Oh my god! And we were like so happy. We had, were it's tied up with a team that's way better than us. We have somehow have it ten ten in the cold. Kendall Thompson comes in and let's let him throw it on the first down. Looking yeah. good. He's looking deep. <laughs> and, oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Disaster! Deflated me. Immediate. I go, There's no way. Immediate pick. Because this our, dude barely even plays, and you let him do a deep route on the first time, Bob. <laughs> that is not your play this 2013 season. We had we had a full half of talking about how excited we were to see Kendall Thompson finally play, and then he throws that. And we looked like a bunch of ass hats around all the OSU fans around us because all we've been talking about is Kendall Thompson. Oh, we God. made this little kid probably sound like a genius about Clint Shelf being a Heisman with the OU quarterback, but Clint Shelf with another great play here, a little back shoulder fade route to the left uh, corner. To, to be fair, we looked like ass hats the entire game, and it got us, ba- it got me personally banned from the suite uh, for about six years for Bedlam games. 
but that's okay. We uh, we, we weathered the storm, we and honestly, so it was worse. it was worth it for this game. I I had no regrets the entire way through. This was this was an unregrettable, incredible experience. Mm-hmm. Probably my I mean, favorite. I, Go ahead. I, I'm just thinking about like how much worse we could have been in that suite if we were a couple years older and we had a little bit more confidence and a little little maybe a couple beers in us. It would have been yeah. awful. It would have been a disaster. Also, shout out to Mike Scoops and his little beanie, uh, as you had just seen. <laughs> This, oh, is, this is back when he was still allowed on the sidelines. <laughs> oh, and there's Yurik. Oh, man. Oh, this is first season. How That's interesting. Oh, oh man. And there's a little gross. wheel route. Wheel Completely route. busted. Oh, Yur- no. Yurik. Who else? Yurik, honestly, might, was like the difference for this OSU team. They didn't have a huge star offensively. But as far as Weiss, uh, offensive coordinators go, I thought this was a really good year for mm-hmm. him. Yeah, Roland with the touchdown. Uh, the stat sheet says he ends up with negative eight yards reception, but I think that is wrong. Um, he has the only touchdown receiving for Oklahoma State in Clinchell, and that was an absolute kick to the gut. Our confidence was oh, no. coming into the game. Here's the replay. Oh, no. no. I, I don't what, know. what happened? <laughs> Who was that? I don't know. Was that, that wasn't like Colton Bester, was it? Like, he, he, was, he was on offense. Oh, gross. But Colton Vester, that's that's the name to bring back. Who He's, was number eleven? Vester was on offense. Number eleven. There, was that Roy Finch? Vester, oh, Vester, no. Roy Finch was twenty-two. Right? No, I, no. I think Roy Finch is in the game. At oh, tw- at, well. uh, I swear to God, I thought I saw Roy Finch. He was oh, on the well, previous. Okay, well. But Colton Vester oh. did have a catch this game for eight yards. So if Colton Vester was was eleven, that's him. And what do you know? Our good old friend Kendall Thompson is having more of a rough time. Let's they, bring in the belldozer. They it's pulled him seven. in the middle of a series. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Kendall Thompson ends the day two for nine, seventeen yards in a pick, QBR of seven point one. Oh! Ow! Oh! Good God! Can and Blake also, Bell is now our quarterback. Can we also talk about how Blake Bell's throwing motion looks like one of those like cata- like French catapults? Oh, it's like a trebuchet. Right. He just like winds it back. Ugh. I mean, you hear about all these NFL athletes, you know, like at Kent State's very popular, the wide receivers going in um, that used to be quarterbacks. But you don't often hear of a former quarterback moving to tight end, you know? Like, and this is a completely, this one makes sense. Like, Blake Bell, like, Quarterback is not your thing. Uh, you got a little bit of shine for a little bit, but all in all, your mechanics and potential and ceiling were not high. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I mean, he he was definitely a fun, you know, little uh, novelty. His first couple years of the wait, wait, we put Kendall Thompson oh, back in. I, I I forgot about this. I thought that he was doomed in the middle of the series at thirty-seven. They pulled him in the series. And here's the thing. It's not like they're trying to run a belldozer package. It was like third and seven. Oh, no, oh, no. no. Oh, dear. <laughs> Kendall loses about five yards on the QB keep. It seems that he not paid attention to Trevor Knight before. But good thing third and 13 is his bread and butter here. There we go. Good. Oh. Well, it's right behind him. Oh, okay. how did we win this game? Well, I think OSU did us a lot of favors here. Um, 
And to be honest, even though they were ranked sixth at the time, this team does not look like a number six team in the nation. No, uh, they're coming. Kind of gives so me flat. gives me vibes of like you know, like kind of like what a Penn State usually is in the Big Ten. You know, that's a very apt comparison. This this looks like a Penn State. You know, not not like they just had their happy out, or their happy Valley you know whiteout game, which was Baylor, and mm-hmm. this is the game after. They always have that the, the whiteout uh, hangover. Mm-hmm. And they they'll get a point where they'll be up at the top in the top you know seven, and then they'll lose a big game and fall to like the team. That's yeah. just Penn State. I mean, they literally did that li- uh, this year with Minnesota. Mm. Oh goodness! Yeah, they did. Yeah. Man, Minnesota um, so, had a good. Uh, randomly going off here, Minnesota had a good draft. They did. Um, Winfield, I, I was a guy I loved watching this season. And at the top of the second, you know, like, you got to be really happy if you're Minnesota. Yeah, definitely. Um, what were you going to say, though, before we started randomly talking about the draft? To be honest, I have no clue. But here we go. Here's another Oklahoma State. Oh, what the? And... Wait, hold on. What was up? Wait, why did we pick up the ball? So I think OSU guy did touch it already. Yeah, but, okay, if he touched once, it, but once still. Once it's touched, it's a free game. So if he touches it and then he recovers it farther, oh here we go, Kendall! Oh, Kendall misses a deep ball for Sterling. Oh, he almost had him. Kendall could have stayed in the game and we could have won by. Oh, here we go, (laughs) and we go to a uh, Brendan Clay two-yard run. Oh my god! Oh poor Kendall, that was his shot. He was there. Sterling had the inside. It was his one shining moment. It wasn't like a bad throw, you know. Like go, Kendall, go. Kendall throws it into no man's land. Luckily, there was a receiver somewhat in the area, and we're punting again. OSU, OU, almost get blocked. This is a punting battle. This is not what you expect from Bedlam and um, Stillwater. Um, oh, but God, this no. is just this is just what happens, you know. And this is a top twenty-five game. Yeah, no, I mean, even though OU, like as we've said multiple times, not a great team. Really weird, bad offensively, okay defensively. I mean, they're still a solid team. They still won in Notre Dame Stadium, and after this game, they would still beat Alabama somehow. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, Clint Shelf. That was, that was a decent pass, so I don't know if he should have died. I think he could have kept running with that, but now they're on our side of the 50. Clint Shelf with the Trevor Knight keeper here going up to the 43 yards. Kind of a big, uh, kind of a big quarterback. I kind of forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know what I was really sick of that whole game? Oh, man. We should have picked that off. Um, yeah, that, that Gabe Lynn? That was oh, Gabe, Gabe Lynn. Lynn. There we go, Gabe Lynn. Um, but go, Gabe. I was so sick and tired because, you know, this was in the winter. Of oh, there we go. There's a pick. There's a pick. And who in the heck is that? This I am absolutely Julian Wilson? Oh, Julian Wilson. There it is. That's definitely Julian Wilson. And good thing our boy Kendall. Oh, he threw He made a completion. Let's go, James. Is that James Hanna? Yeah, that's James Hanna. Let's go. Big boy. Two of seven, 17 yards and one interception right now for Kendall Thompson. This is his peak of his career. He's looking downfield, feeling confident. And I don't know what he was looking at there. Obviously, the cornerback read his eyes. Almost got a pick, but it would have been picked if he wouldn't have completely oh, overthrown. little trickery. Little trickery. With a great block by Kendall oh. Thompson. Oh, wow. Go get him, Gabe Eichert. Don't – wait, hold on. What were you, Gabe? Keep going through it. What are you doing? He totally well, Jaylen, turned off the gas. Jalen Saunders are saving grace. We are running on a very good drive right here. Kendall Thompson leading it all. 
throws it away. Safe shout, play. Shout out to the random staffer who like put his arms out like he was ready for the catch. Oh, oh man. man. Oh, and then a Brennan Clay stuff. Unfortunate. This would have been a great time for a Kendall Thompson touchdown. But I'm sorry, guys who are listening, it's not going to happen. Kendall Thompson he's packed he's a pass, scrambles. Wait, it's Black Bell. Never Bell. mind. <laughs> the random oh, back in the end zone, and it drops it. <laughs> James Hanna had it, and he couldn't hold on. What a play by Blake Bell. Oh, my oh, goodness. That was Baker Mayfield-esque. putting Blake, in, Blake Bell in for passing down? Oh, don't worry. Here comes Greg Perkins. Perkins, the Burkich, what are you talking about, my brother? Not the Gabe Burkich was Boffin. The, Boffin is Boffin. Ah, you're right, Grant. Grant Boffin. My get my bad. I got my bees mixed up. I to- totally soiled getting Grant Boffin right. And one of the best gifts in OSU history. Uh, <laughs> what a great touchdown! Know. Oh man, look at this. Do you remember throwing to Money oh. Cut? Money Cut in stride, keeps it going. What a play. Mm. I mean, Money seriously. Money puts the shoulder in. He's just ready down. to get... Gets trucked. Does he hold on to the ball? No. But he... Des Bryant... This is not Des Bryant rules. He had two steps in before. Yeah. He is good. He cl- crossed he had... the plane. The general vibe in the suite at this point is that we're cheating somehow. <laughs> yes. And like I was saying earlier, I was so sick of Clint. Elf on the shelf. I was so tired of it. Elf on the shelf, elf on the shelf. All the stupid game day signs that we saw at Baylor. It was not funny. It was a horrible pun. And oh, God. And we kick it, out, it out of bounds. It's our turn to kick it out of bounds. Special teams was going pretty well for us before, before this. Um, we had a great time. We kept a touchdown, and then we kick it out of bounds. Not good. Not good. Too Very much not ideal. Kind of the only thing you need to do on a kickoff is not out of, not out of bounds. Yeah, two left in the third. Uh, third and four, we get a what appears to be a stop, just a hair short yeah, by OSU. OSU, what they have to do is what they always do is um, get a penalty whenever they really need something to happen. Um, and now it's fourth and six, and they're punting to us again. Yeah. 35 seconds left in the quarter. So See, how I remember this is I remember that like going into the fourth, I feel like we had no shot. Here's a here's a shot right now if you anyone's watching of Kendall Thompson on the sidelines. He's and done. It looks like he, he's done. This man was mouth wide open. He realized and he's got no shot. Blake Bell just threw a decent pass that was dropped for a touchdown. I think this is his job for the rest of the game. But like like I did not feel confident at all going into this fourth quarter. I remember losing personally. We kind of were losing in a sense because the only touchdowns we have are special teams. Yeah, it, it took a punt return and a fake field goal. The offense wasn't doing anything. We're on our third quarterback. I mean, it just it was hard to have any inspiration at this point. So, I mean, at this point, Blake Bell comes in. He's like, hey, I only need one quarter. Let's go. Uh, oh, so, <laughs> 15 minutes on the clock. What are we going to do? And it's a, it's a Brennan Clay run, and he actually gets the first down for once. Yeah, I mean, Brennan Clay, this game... Um, even though he averaged under three yards per carry and his long was only nine yards. Um, he showed some good moments in, um, going through contact, but uh, definitely what was made, um, Sterling Shepard, who just caught the pass there, had 112 yards and seven catches. This was such a great season for him. His sophomore season, arguably some people would say, 
would be better than his junior season. Yeah, his junior year was kind of marred by injuries. Uh, I personally think his, his senior year was his best with mm-hmm. Baker. Definitely. Um, this year he had a couple injuries, had that really bad concussion against Baylor, uh, that really bad targeting. Uh, yeah, that was that was that horrible. It was the dread the dreadlock guy with the dreadlocks in that bat was him in the back of the end zone or something. Yeah, just just blatant target. Uh, oh, here he is getting grabbed by the throat. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, Jesus. Yeah, no, th- this is probably his second best year. Uh, I know that uh, junior year he had a lot of injury issues. I don't believe it was concussion, but he was out for a couple key games and really kind of hurt us in the middle late stretch. Um, but man, great performance from him here. Whenever he, whenever we really needed him, he showed up. Mm-hmm. He definitely got a, got a lot of the chunk plays to get us down the field. And even though we wouldn't get the touchdowns unless our um, field goal team was scoring, uh, you know we were in field goal position, and every point mattered in this game. Yeah, of course, every every single point, except for the last six ones, because yep. those were just for yep. fun. Uh, but yeah, fourth this... and one, and we're we're handing it off to Brennan Clay. We got lucky and got it barely. But why don't you pull out the belldozer package right there? Uh, this year, they really averted from the belldozer, which was the best thing Blake Bell did, and kind of frustrating. I mean, I I get that you don't want to be a belldozer team, but you know, hey, just lock on in and try to get that one yard. Why not? If he's that big, do it. Clay really starts to turn it on at this point. You can get the sense that OU's finally starting to wear away at this Oklahoma State defense. Third and six uh, from the Oklahoma State uh, 22. Trying to go empty backfield with Blake Bell. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> that didn't work, even if it was there. It um, the throw was very errant and goes and hits Pistol Pete's leg. Pistol Pete looks quite pissed off. Um, <laughs> and they show um, Honeycutt's stats from 40 to 44, and he's 50% on the year, and here he's kicking the field goal from 39, and he makes it. Uh, Honeycutt looking pretty good. OU takes the first lead of the game with 10-01 left in the game in the fourth quarter. At this point, I mean, I don't know if we're feeling good, but... At this point, I think we're just riding pure adrenaline that this game is even a game. Yes. I, I, I mean, like, OSU at any time can just pop off and just start destroying us. It was kind of like that. How are we even here? Like, OSU is playing so poorly. And I don't know how much of that is our defense and how much of that is Clint Shelf um, giving up his Heisman campaign right here. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it just things aren't really making sense in the game of football. We aren't playing like a team that should be having the lead with 10 minutes left to go in the game. No, nothing makes sense in this, and that's why it's so incredible. And really, a lot of the reason why I love this game so much is we, we oh. both, through both of our lives of knowing what OU football is, OU is very rarely an underdog. And this is one of the few times where they really pull it out. On the road, tough environment. And, and I mean, that's that's why this is probably one of my top three. It's it's either this one, or it's this one, Ohio State obviously won, and then Baylor in 2015. Yeah. I, the, these, these, these situations where OU really has themselves behind the eight ball and pull it out. It's great. So OSU. great memories. A lot of the time come from upsets, you know. And like you said, we're not usually the underdog. Often, most of the time, it, OU games, even though very enjoyable, it's a constant stress that we can't screw it up. We can't lose because you lose once you're screwed for the most part. 
you know, and it, that's constantly hanging over our head. Yeah, well, not only that, but it's like when OU wins a big game that they should win, it's like, well, yeah, like that's what should have happened. Mm-hmm. God, those OSU sidelines are so tight. Oh, what a bad drop. Oh, goodness. That is just – Zach Sanchez gave it to him on a silver platter, and they couldn't get it, and they're punting on the 40-something. Oh, it's God. tough. Eight, and, oh, eight, man. Eight, 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 eight minutes up. left in the game, OU gets the ball back. Up three. So – so tight that you could tell the camera and go, oh, man, that's oh that that's could, From our that's angle, that could have been a safety. That was that was close. He progressed the ball at least one at least one yard back. It was, oh, God. Oh, and then we got Bell fumbles pulled. the snap, scrambles to oh, his right. Oh, run the ball, run the ball. Oh, Wide oh, open oh. to Shepard. Shepard goes to the 30, 40, to the 50, dragged down at his own, at the OU 45. And the there's a flag. down and throws a flag while he's on his back. Do I remember what that was? Let's see here. Who knows what it could be? He was running so fast he couldn't keep up. Did he say he was reviewing it? He just he just he just said oh, here, something in the replay left. here. Here's the ref. Here's the ref. Oh, he oh just... no, he tripped over our player. Oh no. That's a, that must that's a side our player. That's a I think no I think that was a sideline warning. God, well that makes sense why he's throwing the flag on his back now. He's out here really risking it all for that sideline warning. I love it. This ain't the Cheez-It Bowl where we're trying to put legs out to trip here. But, I mean, come on now. And now that OU has a little bit of offensive success, they immediately decide to freak out and run the ball, make tiny little screen passes. But LeGolden Bester breaks free! (laughs) Only for eight yards. We're four yards short, and we are punting again. (laughs) Man, if you are Pat McAfee, you love this game. This this game is is just stellar. This is just lovely for Pat Mac. I mean, I, I gotta say, the Colton Bester really putting it all out there for better field possession. You gotta love it. God, Pat McAfee would have been an absolute nuisance calling this game. Like Pat's funny, but like when he talks about punting for the whole entirety of the game, I can't. I probably get a little sick of it. Here he goes for the brand. <laughs> <laughs> Big shelf throw into double coverage, and he catches it. There you go. Clint Shelf. Another Heisman staple moment for him. Can he lead this team to victory? Three minutes and 43 seconds left. Slant route up the middle to number 87 for LSU. They're now in field goal zone. Uh, field goal zone. What am I saying? Field I, I gotta, goal I gotta say, it's <laughs> field goal zone. I gotta say, it's an absolute crime that Clint Shelf does not have a have a statue. It's 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 frankly disrespectful. I agree. Whenever you're one of the best um, quarterbacks to come through OSU. Completes a, a pass to some guy in Oklahoma State named Moore. I'm going to call him Etwan Moore. Etwan Moore, uh, last name Pod. Yeah. <laughs> takes it to the five Last name line. Pod, first name Etwan. Uh, let's OSU is playing this short game here, just kind of grinding it out. Uh, two and a half minutes left in the ball game. A lot of clock has flown by, and we did we failed to update you on the time, but here we are. And it is two uh, minutes. And oh, Roland looks like he puts yeah, it into the end zone. He's down at the one. Oh, he's down at the one. Two minutes 31. left. Big, big play for OU's defense here. Let's see what happens. I wonder what happened. Chelf, shotgun. Hands it off the middle. Touchdown, Oklahoma State. The Cowboys go back on top. Oh, man. Two-minute drill upcoming, Roland. and your quarterback is Blake Bell. 
a man who oh. a year before was known as someone who can only do quarterback sneaks and a year after is a tight end. What good could happen of this? There is so much that can happen. We have a two-minute drill, and as a Chargers fan, I've seen so many two-minute drills go wrong. And let me tell you something, with Blake Bell as the, as the quarterback, I didn't feel good. Horrible, horrible kickoff right here. Oh, so you've got to know... You gotta know who the safety is. If it's Brennan Clay, don't don't pooch it. Don't don't chip it to him. Come on. So here oh, we go. Man. Blake Bell, his moment to shine, a minute thirty left. He has to lead the Sooners all the way down to victory. Bell back to pass. Oh, right. What Come. over the linebackers and safety right to Sterling. Wow. What I mean, this guy just keeps coming up clutch. Shep it. See, that wasn't it. like a system throw. That was like a good throw. Yeah, no, Bell would have moments in this. It was really just in this drive where he looked like a great quarterback. He was able to summon that. And then you get a little bit of help from the refs, pass interference there. Oh, you moves down the ball down the field. And yeah, duck. Oh, my goodness. We get duck. so lucky here. Huge duck from Bell. Uh, almost there's there's a jump ball. It's a little Colton Bester here. Yeah, the Colton Bester here. Just look. I, I can't remember the guy's name, but Gilbert, last name podcast, has the ball, lands on top of Bester, and then knocks it out with his other hand. <laughs> Incomplete. Oh, man. Would we That's talk just, about... This is how it was. Would we talk about OSU screwing themselves? This is a prime example. Also, OSU fans said we were cheaters here. And a little overthrown out of the back of the end zone. 49 seconds left for OU. Third and 10. Third and ten on the thirty-yard line. Blake Bell feeling the pressure. Meerkat offense in full effect, looking to Josh Heupel for help. One of fourteen from third downs before this. Ooh, you can't like the odds. But Bell steps up in the pocket, just barely, barely behind the line, gets it to Jalen Saunders for the first. Oh my goodness! And we keep the clock running up. To the corner of the end zone? Oh, no. no. Not good to Jazz Reynolds. 31 seconds left. Bell back in the shotgun. Let's go. Drops back. Looks over. Sees his old faithful uh, Brennan Clay. Scoots forward for the first down. Ball at the seven. 24 seconds left. Bell in the shotgun. Down and four. Here's a moment in history. To the corner. Saunders. Beautiful 19 post. seconds left on the clock and the touchdown by Saunders. We absolutely erupted. We tried to be as calm as we could in this suite. We bickered. We whispered under our breath about little kid who thought Clint Shelf was the Heisman. At this point, we couldn't hold our emotions back no. anymore. One of the greatest plays in OU history in my mind. Everything was, I mean, there was every reason to doubt that drive. And having it finish on such a beautiful finesse post route by uh, by Saunders and Bell, my God, we lost it. And here was the cherry on top. If I was like in the student section right here, this would be great. This OSU oh, drive is beautiful. Goodness. So Clint Shelf back to pass here. Oh, gets what killed. a great, great time to be second, a quarterback. Yeah, second down. Here he is. And he gets, I believe, the yeah, slammed by Charles Tapper. Woof. It's looking bad. They need a timeout. Let's call the timeout. One and second let's try left. to get the Hail Mary. 
It's okay, Oklahoma State. Your dream is still alive. You can still go to a BCS. Gotta get a little trickery. Oh. Pat, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're pitching it around here. No, what could Roland, go wrong? Roland just throws it right over Show's head. And Stryker gets the ball. It's a touchdown. Sooners win. It's over. And here's the trip. Yep, there it is. Another trip. Oh. The, yeah, the, the OSU cheerleader tries to trip, and there's a bag of popcorn on the field, and mayhem in the Oklahoma State student section. Dog pile in front of him, turkey legs being thrown down. It's an ugly scene. I believe at this point we already left <laughs> because it was going to get ugly in the suites. We're up and walking. We got to see the end of that boat. That immediately we were up and walking out. Usually I would love to just watch and taunt. I sit there and just bask in the crowd leaving the stadium, but we were out of there. I made sure to stay in taunt as long as we could, but man, it was good. It was really good. Um, Definitely one of the greatest games I've ever seen. So obviously after that, uh, this game's kind of overshadowed by what happened afterwards where OU um, inexplicably beats a fantastic Alabama team. Definitely the best, uh, one of the best McCarran teams. I, I know they lost to Auburn, but still, that the McCarran era was great. Um, and the hero of this game, nowhere to be found. Didn't play a single snap. And uh, our um, our people on YouTube are getting a great view of the Oregon Ohio State college football playoff. Oh yeah, no, no they're not. They, they are not going to get to see this. I'm removing it. But Jameson oh, and I are watching some of it. So sorry about that, <laughs> but, but James, yeah, that Alabama game. Like fun fact, I didn't even watch it. You were at the Thunder Nets game. Yes, I was. I I thought there was no point in watching that game, and I remember going in and watching the TV and like, holy shit, we're like actually like has have a chance in this. And I had to rewatch it the next day. Like I really wish I would have watched that live. It was. I mean, we might even do a pod over it, but that's also one of the most basic games you can actually do. Um, but man, I, I gotta say, it was one of those games that you just felt at any time the cards were gonna come down, and it didn't feel like OU had a had a stranglehold over that game until um, until the McCarran fumble and uh, the scoop and score. Yep, exactly. I, just how in the hell did this twenty thirteen? OU Sooners team, one of the worst of the past fifteen years. Well, let's give it let's give it seventeen years, going back to two thousand three. Is that is that fair, Bobby? Well, hey, you push it back even further. Go back to two thousand. This is okay. I would say if we're if we're talking about some of the worst OU teams, you go. I think you have to put two thousand five number one, two thousand fourteen number two, and then this one. But this one, despite its accomplishments, if you just look at the raw football, not great at all. No, it's it's Jalen Saunders is probably your best offensive player, and like we said earlier, even though he's an underappreciated player, like you don't want that as an OU team as a blue blood of college football. But one of the few times we actually win a bowl game um, in Big Game Bob uh, was that season. So. Uh, we got to be very, very proud of that. And I don't know, would you use that in recruiting moving on that we beat Alabama with that team? Probably. Uh, I mean, it, it, it see, here's the thing, though. It, the whole 
it's a totally different program now. Now that we have Lincoln in, and a lot of the a lot of the staff that was you know in house then isn't even there really. So it's it's hard to kind of use it as a, as a thing. It was a big thing uh, before our freshman year of high, er, sorry, of college. Uh, we we thought we were going to the playoff. Um, we thought that OU team was going to be legit, and frankly, they clearly weren't. Well, I'm um, obviously not saying nowadays. I'm just saying we were that team back then that we kind of tra- talk trash on nowadays, like a Georgia. Like we won the Sugar Bowl versus a team that didn't even care, you know, yeah. like a Texas, like Texas did, you know, like like how similar was the Texas were back game to the OU Alabama game? It just feels different. It it's weird because it does feel different, and I, I don't know how to look at it really because I think the thing with the Texas we're back is they had several, the lows were lower. This was the lowest moment of the OU of of, of OU in this era because. Even before when we had, you know, Landry, we were still competing. We, we, we obviously weren't in, at, a college, or at a national championship level, but we kept it throughout the season. We weren't losing five games a year. Mm, Even in exactly. this year where we consider it one of our worst, we only, we only lost two. The year, the year we said we lost uh, the other year, 14, we lost five games. And one of those was to a very talented Clemson team who we oh. clearly see later. Uh, was a very very good program ready to blow up. Um, Who so was that honestly, quarterback that, that for that Clemson team? Like someone I really don't even remember. They but. had, I mean, they had Deshaun Watson, and it was their backup, which makes it even yeah. worse. Um, so, quick question: Do you think this 2013 team? Uh, <laughs> Is there any question they underachieved or overachieved? Do you think they overachieved? They clearly overachieved, I think. Of course they overachieved. This team should have been in the same category as 2014 Sooners. Yeah. I mean, even though that Texas team, like, yeah, we regret that loss, people forget this OU win set up a situation where if Texas beat Baylor, they would have been Big 12 champions. Oh my goodness! And they fired oh. Mac Brown after that. What, oh. Like, I just this is it, it, it's so weird looking back on that. But in in general, this team easily one of the most overachieving OU teams in history. MVP of this game, who do you have? It's got to be Jalen, Jalen Saunders. Saunders. Jalen Saunders, that that kick, I mean, that punt return was huge, huge for momentum early in the game when we had nothing going for us in Trevor Knight. And of course, he had. Even though Blake Bell made the great pass and he was wide open, if you are the face of the touchdown of one of the better moments of the past ten years of OU football, yeah, you got to be the MVP. Without a doubt, Saunders kept it alive. Definitely the MVP. His greatest game, um, for sure, for sure. So, all right. Anything else you want to say about this year or this game before we log off? No, uh, other than that, I mean, like, yeah, the Notre, like you said earlier, the Notre Dame game felt good, but all in all, just an ugly season with a great ending. We were glad to be done with it. We were glad it happened, but the journey there wasn't as fun. Yeah, and, and you know, obviously the next year ended up a bit flat, um, but you know what? It was just a stepping stone for things to come, and, you know, if you think about that OU Alabama game, uh, I think about the young Baker Mayfield watching it, drinking a marg in San Antonio, mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, I'm going to be that. Co- I'm I'm going to take that guy's job." Truth, so, truth to that. So, 
overall, good year for the Sooners. Definitely kept them afloat in a year where they could have bottomed out. And uh, this was my favorite game of that. So, all right, Jameson, thank you for coming on. I, I really appreciated it. This is fun. No problem. This, this was really fun. Um, I got to really showcase some of my misspeaking uh, terms during our uh, commentating whenever we tried to turn to commentating rather than just talk about random stuff. But all in all, it was really fun. I hope it's a fun listen. Um, um, if you listen to this without the video, I applaud you. I, I think that you would get a kick out of our Kindle part, but other than that, <laughs> not too much. Yeah, no, watch it on YouTube. It's definitely much better if you actually watched it all the way through. I don't know why you'd want to watch it again or listen to it all the way again, but with us watching it, but... Either way, uh, we'd love to. We, we'd love to do more of these. If you have any games you would want us to cover, let us know. So, anyways, for me and Jameson, this has been the Schooner Pod Classic Rewind. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, Boomer Sooner. <laughs>